You're listening to Swipe East, Swipe West, where we dive into the dating differences from coast to coast. I'm your host, Ashley Davis. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Swipe East, Swipe West. I'm your host, Ashley. And if you're new here, thanks for joining and checking us out. This is a perfect episode to be coming in on because we are talking all about dating apps, a hot topic right now, especially during the pandemic, since that is a major way that everyone's dating just with everything um, being shut down and, and virtual. So definitely going to be an interesting topic this week. Um, but before we dive into dating apps, have some life updates that I would love to share. The first one being that um, as I approach the age of 30, I have bought my first big girl bed. It has a headboard. Yes, a headboard. Um, I was sleeping on a bed with no headboard um, since I graduated college, believe it or not. Um, so I have finally upgraded. Um, I don't know if that means I'm no longer a fuck girl because um, they say that if you don't have a headboard, that's what you are. So I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I've changed. I will see. <laughs> Life update number one. And with things starting to reopen, I'm vaccinated. My friend is vaccinated. My other friend has antibodies. Um, just you know, mental health is still not the best for a lot of people right now. So we decided to have a quick little vacation um, in California where we could drive to. Um, so we went up to the central coast um, to Paso Robles and San Luis Obispo. And let me tell you, I know that this season is focusing on Los Angeles and Philadelphia, but I'm very excited for future seasons, season two, where we will expand into other areas of California, the East Coast, West Coast, wherever, um, because it is vastly different there than Los Angeles. I was definitely swiping on the apps um, just to, you know, get the lay of the land. Got some interesting messages for sure. You know, I, someone asked me if I was real. Um, definitely not a catfish. I saw the most beautiful man I may have ever seen who I thought was going to be my soulmate, but alas, didn't work out because we matched and we're talking when I was leaving the next morning. So RIP, Connor, if you're listening, my heart goes out to you, but maybe one day our, our paths will cross again. I don't know. Um, we'll see. And someone else um, in my, one of my photos, I have some uh, socks that say Britney Spears was cloned and I got a pretty serious inquiry about um, if there was a Britney Spears uh, conspiracy theory about if she was cloned, which um, I just didn't reply to. I just did not have the energy to expel that, especially with free Britney out there right now. Um, I just did a fist, fist bump thing in the air. You can, No one can see me, but I did it. Um, love her. Um, Diehard Britney Fran, side, uh, side note. And lastly, my last PSA before we um, dive into the topic of today is um, highly recommend not drinking tequila and tindering or bumbling or whatever your dating app is of choice. I tend to just like not really care what I'm saying. I guess I was also on vacation and I don't live there. So that was another thing. But I was looking back at some messages um, and was laughing because some guy asked me, well, actually, no, I was asking him for recommendations, which was like one of my favorite things to do in my pastime is to ask locals 
what they like to do. Just I feel like that gives me a good sense of things I should do that isn't necessarily touristy and maybe off the beaten path. And he said, well, you know, that really depends what you like to do. Like, what kind of things are you into? And my response was, I don't know. (laughs) There's plenty of things I like to do, (laughs) but uh, I guess I just didn't care enough to reply. Um, He still kept talking to me. So that was interesting. But yeah, never got more matches since I've moved to the state. So I don't know, maybe I'm just living in the wrong city. Um, We'll see. (laughs) We'll see next season. But yeah, those are my um, life updates. Still single though. Here I am. Anyways, dating apps. Perfect segue. So I personally hate them, (laughs) even though I just talked about me using them. Um, But I feel like it's something, especially being single in my age right now, or even younger, um, you kind of have to be on, especially depending on where you're living. So I have two guests um, with me today. Um, One of them has amazing stats um, that he had from his own podcast called Dude! Exclamation Point Nature. So he's going to lay some framework, share some really cool data um, for you that I found super interesting. And then I have someone else based on the East Coast, and we're going to just share some different perspectives and thoughts about using the dating apps. Um, For anyone that doesn't know, because I know there's some people that don't really use them um, or, it, you know, they kind of missed that era of dating apps. Um, we're going to talk about three main ones, um, Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge. So Tinder and Bumble, those are swiping ones. So it's where you swipe right. If you like someone, you'll match with them. Swipe left if you don't like them. Um, Bumble is also more female-oriented. Um, so girl has to message first. Um, Tinder doesn't matter. Um, the stereotype is Tinder is more of like a hookup app these days. Didn't always used to be that way. Like when things first started out, um, I definitely went on dates on Tinder. Um, not so much anymore. And then Hinge is the third one. You're not necessarily swiping. You're more so liking a person, like tapping on them. It's more of like a scroll. That's how I can best describe it. Tinder and Bumble are also location-based so it's they find where you are in real time and then you set your radius based on that if you like men or women and hinge it's also location-based but you set your location which I always thought was interesting because um, you might not be in that spot for example I just got back um, from my trip and reset my location back to where I live and a bunch of people that haven't responded to yet we're like I don't know what that location is I've never heard of that in my life so yikes sorry (laughs) sorry guys um I'm guess I'm still a fuck girl guess I should not have upgraded to that headboard yet my bad but yeah so that's our topic for today all right and this week I'm super excited to talk about this topic dating apps since that is really taking over this generation especially in the wake of the pandemic where everyone's stuck at home and online So I have two guests this week, um, my good friends, Noah and Brittany. So thanks both for joining us. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Ash. Thanks for having us on. It was a podcast. Okay. Thank you, Davis. Can I just tell your listeners real fast? I'm sorry. Just how professional you are at like getting everything together. You're talking to me like your CEO voice. Can can Ashley Davis talk to me? Hello, Noah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's good, though. It's good. That's how you get stuff done. I know Davis. you've never seen the side of me, Noah. Like, you've only seen me, like, when we've been out together in text. I only see Party Girl. I just see Party Girl. Where's my Party Girl? 
Okay, now I, I have I have business girl now. Party girl <laughs> Davis, who's that? <laughs> hey, can we start off the episode? Can you talk about your celibacy that you mentioned to me a little bit, <laughs> but I wanted to save it? Oh my god! Just just hit him with Noah, it. Can you dad... hit your listeners with your celibacy? All right, my dad does listen to this podcast, so dad, please fast forward. Mr. Davis, one. hello, hello, sir. Respect, respect to you, respect to you, much respect. You have a lovely daughter. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, with the pandemic, it is very hard to meet people and go out right now. So, um, after everything closed down, I definitely did not engage in sexual encounters for almost a year. It's like Bill Clinton. You sound like Bill Clinton. I did not engage. This is, I did this not is, engage with that woman. This is professional business Ashley talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so keep, yeah, keep going. Sorry. Um, I mean, that's it. I don't know what else. It's been since Thanksgiving Day now at this point. That's how I gave thanks. How have you survived? Like, literally, what have you done? I have three different vibrators, one of which I won on an Instagram uh, sweepstakes. <laughs> Thank you, at Daddy Issues. Why do you have three different ones? Like, what? Like, isn't it just one shape? It's a penis. No. Like, why do you need? Is it like different? Like, explain them to me. Why do you need oh, three no, different ones? I... Yeah, Brittany will <laughs> back Give me it up. to me. All right. Well, Brittany, first... why do you need three different vibrators? I just don't understand. A pe- is a penis a penis or a penis not a penis? No. First of all, there's the bullet that is for clitoral stimulation only. Then there's the wand. That's a bigger one, also for clitoral. It has several speeds. Then there's the rabbit that I have. The and rabbit. That one. What's the rabbit do? <laughs> so that one <laughs> looks more like a penis, but then it has little ear bunny ears for the external stimulation. So you get the two for one special. Is That's that the not- butthole? No. Is that the no. butthole? That's a separate type of vibrator. Those are anal beads. Sometimes they. Mr. All right, I'm sorry, Mr. Davis. Mr. Davis, you gotta skip this section, bud. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, thank you. I, I do appreciate. It. I do appreciate that window. That window. Do you guys feel special that women get all the sex toys? Where's our sex toy? Yeah. I want something. It's called. I want your, something to put on. It's called your hand. It's called my. It's called your hand. You guys have hands though too, but you have three different sex toys. I want three different sex toys for myself. Do you know what I mean? It's harder for us to get off than you. We need more, we need the toys. I'm just I'm not, I don't want to blow up anyone's spot. There's a certain someone that I'm that I'm you know fiance that I'm engaged with. She says that she claims she be that she can beat me. She's like I can beat you. I can do it. I'm like there's no fucking way. <laughs> she's a rare breed then because she's a special case. I I don't know Brittany if you have any <laughs> thoughts, but I I can't um, do it. I need the extra help. That'd be the wrong horse to bet on. Just saying. Yeah, I'm pretty. I give my, I give I give her two to one odds. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Brittany <laughs> Davis, you vote you vote on me. Yeah, I, I do have to say I, I put my money on you. You know, you you're very well acquainted. You, sure. you see the you see the forearm muscles, don't you? <laughs> okay, I know. I tried to wear a sweatshirt on it. Hey, anyway, Davis, we're talking about <laughs> online dating apps. Okay, just a little segue there. That was for you, Mr. Davis. Hey, so I got a trivia question for you guys real fast. All okay? right. Trivia question. Give it to us. In 1994, what was the first dating app, big dating app to come out? The first one, the one that broke the mold. Is it, can it be, a, is it an app or can it be a website? Uh, definitely a website. Good question. No apps back then. Technical. Facebook. <laughs> is it Match.com? Oh, wow. Match.com's a solid guess. That's a year later. Oh, oh. I don't know then. Three. 
three, two. Okay. Kiss.com. Kiss? Kiss.com. Kiss.com comes out in 1994. Then in 1995, they're like, Kiss.com worked, and now we're fucking all going to do it. So then you get like the boomer classics. So Match.com, right? That's what I like to call them the boomer classics. Ma- okay. Match.com. Kiss.com sounds vintage. That just sounds very... Absolutely. And, and imagine getting that website. Just ki- it's literally just www.kiss.com. Like that's when you could just get websites. Do you know what I mean? It sounds like a radio show, honestly. Yeah. I think that is. eHarmony, OkCupid, JDate, Christian Mingle, Friend Finder. You guys have any more? Don't. Farmers, farmers, farmers only. only. Farmers only. <laughs> yes. Farmers only. <laughs> that was a good one. Plenty of fish. That's another My one. My brother has a shirt that says singles and agriculture on it. It just says singles and agriculture as a picture of a farmhouse and he wears it around. <laughs> he would. Oh, wow. Um, Do you guys ever hear of Aphrodite? No. I haven't. Okay. Aphrodite was for black women to meet Jewish men. This is a real fucking thing. This was a real thing. For black women to meet Jewish men, we made our friend a profile. Just saying. I think that would be a good one. Okay. When do you guys know what Tinder launched? Oh, that that has to be like 2012, 2013. It was like right when I graduated Fucking college. Yeah. Davis, CEO, businesswoman. <laughs> good job. Have, I'm okay. gonna go 2013 to be exact. Yeah, that was good. It, it was in 20, it was in 2012. So Tinder first launched on Apple in 2012. Just to like explain, this is crazy. Just to explain like how long ago eight years really was. Um, they were really upset because they didn't launch on Android first. And in the US at that time in 2012, only 28% of people used an iPhone. Are you serious? So they were like really bummed that they couldn't, they were really bummed they couldn't launch on Android first, which no company ever since then ever has been. Isn't that crazy? Only 28% of people in the US at that time used an Android, used a iPhone. I, I'm like shocked at that number, to be honest. Like I feel like even back then I hated the green text. Yeah, I, I feel like we were still on Blackberries then. That's what that has to mean to me. I just took a rib of the weed. Still on, still on that pipe. You know what I mean? This is my vibrator, David. This kind of looks like a vibrator of the pipe. I'm holding up just for your listeners. I'm holding up a pipe. <laughs> I've seen pipe, vi- pipe dildos before. Have you guys seen those? Davis, I know you have. Uh, I wh- know you have. Don't play coy with me. A what? A what pipe? A pipe. So it's a pipe. So ladies and gentlemen, the audience, imagine a pipe. Okay. One end is phallic shaped like a penis that you suck out of. And then there's the bowl on the other end. I swear to God, I've seen this. I'm not sticking that in my vagina. That's all I'm saying. You're not sticking it in your vagina. No, no. <laughs> okay. Guys, how did, let's talk about how people met before online dating. Okay. Okay. This, and this is before 1995. So this is only like 25 years ago, before any modern online dating app. We're going to go from the least amount of meeting to the most, okay? 7% met in church. So church is still a thing. Still a thing back then. People are still going. They're meeting. They're loving it. I love Brittany's okay? face right now. It's I'm like, a, like it. okay. Brittany, Brittany was, am I a lot for you? Am I, is this, is this a lot more than oh, you no, expected? I'm, I'm very entertained. I, I, I'm here for it. Hey, Brittany, 8% met through neighbors. Do you know that? Before 1995, 9% met in college. 10% met in primary or secondary school. 15% met through family, 19% at bars or restaurants, and the number one way that people met before dating apps, 33% met through friends, okay? 
This is important, the 33%, because as we'll see with the stats in, in 2020, this shot, this, the crazy thing is that this has shot way down, meeting through friends. You don't meet through friends anymore, which is really weird, you know? That's sad. That, that's yeah, that's that really sad. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say it for conclusions, but my take is like our social groups have shrunk. Do you know what I mean? Like everyone's social groups are smaller, even, even like before Corona. And, that, and that's why we meet through friends less. How did you meet your fiance? That's a great question, Brittany. I met her freshman year of college and senior year of college. She couldn't stand being around me anymore without being with me. And she just said, shut up. Did you hear that? She literally just yelled, <laughs> shut up in the background. I asked her out senior year of, of, uh, of college. And then we've been, been together ever since. That's for you, babe. And I was there. I was actually there that you day. You were fucking there that weekend. You were fucking there. That's so crazy. That's really funny and ironic. Yeah. Dude, yeah. you were witness to it. All right. So again, that's in 1995, how people met before 1995. Right now, we're going to talk about how people meet in 2020. Okay. Because 2021, we got some weird data for 2021. Let's go through, let's go from the bottom to the top. 4% met through church. That's a fall of 3%, but it's actually a fall of about half percent through church. So church has gone down half, halfway, half the people that met through church meet now. Okay. So we're not, we're not meeting through church anymore. 4% met through college, which is a fall of 15%, 6% through primary school, 7% through family. This is crazy because that's a fall of 8%. So that's cut in half too. Church and family, they've, they've gotten cut in half from 1995 to, 20, to 2020. Davis and Brittany, how do you guys feel about that? Um, I just said before, I, I'm taking notes. I, I, was, I was thinking I needed to head to church, but guess not anymore. <laughs> no more church for you? No. <laughs> Not gonna help my. A lot of vibrators in church. <laughs> I mean, I feel like those numbers make th those make sense to me. Yeah, I agree. The family thing. I was honestly surprised to hear that. Like that would be the number in the first place because yeah. you would think that you would know all the people that your family knows anyway. I never liked the people my mom pushed on me. So. <laughs> Wait, really? Why? Who did she push on you? It was always like my sisters friends brothers or something that's a classic <laughs> that's a fucking classic honestly i was like this is too close <laughs> too close Brittany, how about you your mom never set you up my mom's never set me up with anyone i'm shocked. because like but that's to my point like my mom and me know all the like i would love to know a qualified man in my mom's life that she knows that i don't like any, I, I don't know. Maybe she doesn't come across any people my age that I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Ashley. Well, you have a brother. Like I don't have a brother. Like you said, like Bernie. I know a, a nice, a nice Jewish boy who who is around my age and he looks the same. Is he your brother? I'm kidding. Oh. It's, my, it's my twin brother, but I'm, I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, twenty percent met through friends. That's a fall of thirteen percent. 27% met in a bar or restaurant. That's another fall of 13%. And 40% met online. Okay. Just oh to put this God. in con, 40%. Yeah, 40%. So we go from 1995, we're at zero, to 2020, 25 years, 40%, which is by far the highest amount of people meeting online. So that's basically, that's how you do it now. Okay. Wow. No shame. There needs to be no shame in that anymore. I feel like people still are, you know, making up like, with, like, oh yeah we met through friends when they really met online and like trying to think of other creative like 
the ways that they met when it's really online, but like that's the majority now. Are people ashamed about meeting online? Is this the thing? I mean, I feel like that. I feel like I feel like the people that I know they try to like make up like other stories of how they met, or they're not like the most outward about it. I don't think that's the case as much here, honestly, because I feel like. I feel like definitely in LA, like most of my friends have met people if they haven't moved here with their significant other, because it's so big and spread out. It's like, you have to meet someone on an app. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like that, that totally makes more sense because I feel like there are people in LA are such, they're not all actually from there. Like if people are from all over, they're not like friend group as big as like people from Philadelphia that have, you know, they're pretty local. They're from the tri-state area like like la is a move to city yeah, yeah what is that called for sure transplant yes yeah <laughs> oh my word. god i forgot that word too yeah that was the word that, yeah that makes sense the transplant city but yeah like my friends are pretty open about going on like specifically like bumble dates hinge dates and they're like if they start dating someone from it they like don't care they're like yeah we met on hinge we met on bumble like it's whatever like they don't care as much it's just more normalized. Yeah, no, I feel like honestly, in the last few years, I, I feel like it started to be more normalized. Like, I'm curious. So it's 40% as of what year was that? 2021? It's 40% as of uh, 2020. So I wonder, like, I'm thinking about so my friends that I know that have met their significant others through dating apps. That was probably like a few, maybe like five years ago or so. Um, I feel like there's definitely been an uptick in the most recent years. I mean, with COVID, I mean, that and that has definitely yeah. probably propelled that. It would be super interesting to look at, like, once 2022 happens and COVID's kind of over, to look at, like, 2020 versus 2022. So, like, did the dating apps go to a new level? They're at 40% in 2020. Are they going to be at, like, 70 after this? But basically what you can see is, like, the, sh the shrinking of your social network it just moves more people online to find someone else, essentially. Why do you think people's social networks are shrinking? I, yeah, I guess this is N. Weitzman 2020. So just, you know, <laughs> published in my own personal journal. So just take, take that if you will. I think that people have less and less friends. I think people are just more distant and more online. And I, I also feel like I, I'm a huge proponent of remote work. I love remote work. As a man who's worked remote for like six years, but just with more remote work, some people like they really socialize at work. Like Davis, like you socialized at work. All right, let me let me give you guys some takeaways. Just just like why I read it. The only two to go up are people meeting online and people meeting at bars or restaurants. What's interesting is that people meet more in bars and restaurants in 2020 than they did in 1995. In 1995, they were like, eh, you know, I kind of like them, but they had so much other shit to fall back on to meet someone that nowadays. When you're out at the bar, like that's legit. It's a legit place to meet someone that you're gonna fucking marry. Twenty seven percent now, okay, versus nineteen percent in nineteen ninety five. So that's a uptick of like, do math, Davis. You're smart. Eight percent. Yes, people were just right? so much more wholesome back then. You know, church, family, like they had lives before, aside from bars and apps. It's crazy shit. You're way also way less likely to meet through. I know I talked about this. You're way less likely to meet through a mutual acquaintance. So a friend of a friend. So is it like partly then you're like less likely to meet through friends, but then because of that, it is like you're more likely to be 
like you're more social at like out with a stranger like in addition to the apps is like that kind of what it is too that's what i think it is for sure is that you know that you're less likely to meet through a friend so you know when you go to the bars you're like fuck it i gotta fucking do something that makes sense i've never had luck with friends of friends either i I just keep saying I just don't have no one luck. is <laughs> I know but like but I think that that was the cool thing about looking at the stats and as a man who has never done a, I, I you know I got out of the game before online but I think that it's cool to look at the stats and you can see that I think other people are also struggling with a lot of the same things yeah it's crazy 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 shit let me just really fast general how do people feel about the apps what would you guys say percent of millennials like the apps I feel like most of them don't at least my friends really? don't yeah. I feel like, well, I would think that, oh, like 65%. Like, I think that 65%. people, I mean, at least it's an option, you know, it's convenient. According to Tilt, in 2018, they found that 84% of millennials do not like dating online. That's higher oh, than I thought. 84%. Okay. Um, let's talk about sex rates for a, for, for a second. Okay, Davis, thanks for contributing to the sad. I really appreciate it. Um, this is, Fuck you. Get out, you gotta get out of there, girl. I know it's corona. There's nothing you can do. I don't know what you do. Get another vibrator. Get five. You can have a collection. <laughs> Hang it on your walls like a guitar. My own museum. All right. <laughs> yeah, you have your own little museum. You can label it with the ages you used it. Oh you know what I mean? The amount of times. Like, I used this one when I was 25. This got me through some times. We did time together, me and this vibrator. Okay. Sex rates. Let's talk about sex rates. The share of US, U.S. adults reporting no sex in the past year reached an all-time high in 2018. It has never, ever been higher than in 2018. The, the portion of Americans age 18 to 29 that reported having no sex in the past year more than doubled between 2008 and 2018. Okay, so it's, it's currently at 23%. 23% of people 18 to 29, they're getting three vibrators and possibly more and then starting a museum. You know what I mean? <laughs> so although we can connect more online, right? You can meet anyone. Our sex has gone down more than half. So we're having less sex than ever too. Shit blows. Let me just tell you, we're having no sex. Okay, we don't get to do shit. But How like, do you guys feel about it? What does you make of it? I mean, that really sucks for me. <laughs> obviously as yeah going it does suck now. for you but like so why like so it's just it's kind of ironic right there's a shift to online dating people are meeting less organically less in person and then in tandem they're having sex less which is ironic because you know there's some of those apps like tinder that are being pegged as no pun intended pegged as like a sex hookup app but it's having the opposite effect for sure Hundred percent. It's having the opposite effect. We are again, sex rates are in half. We're having half as less sex. So is that just because, like, I know for me, like with dating apps, like it's harder for me to invest in someone because it's like I all I see is their photo. I'm getting like a couple sentences. I don't go out with as many people. Whereas, like, if I'm out at a bar, I'm getting like a little bit of a sense of who they are, even just from a few interactions and talking to them. So. Like, I don't go out as, on as many dates, like, through that. And even if I do, a lot of times it's, it's hit or miss. I feel like a lot of times, too, even with, like, texting or messaging, you can misread things as well. So sometimes I'll, like, text for, like, 
back and forth for an hour and they'll say something that annoys me or maybe I say something that annoys them and it dies within like that hour or sometimes they'll text me for two weeks and they don't they don't say anything and then I'm over it or it a few like a few days um I feel like I I feel like for me if it moves to text messaging it's like okay we're we're hanging out like you're not like we're not trying to be texting buddies here like I I expect it to be like asking me on a date like soon oh yeah I wasn't even thinking sorry texting I'm still thinking like even messaging on the app I feel like I'm not even like oh yeah most of the time I don't yeah. even get to the texting stage. yeah 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 I was gonna say if, it, if you're if you got the number and if you're corresponding with me on my phone then we're not just playing around here <laughs> yeah yeah no that makes sense um I think too at least for me and I'm sure others it it even gets harder to get to that point and even even once you're texting to get them to meet in person, just because, again, like you don't have much to go on off the apps and it's always just a risk. And people are just picky because they're looking for a certain aesthetic or height or certain things in the profile. And they might be just swiping past people if they're not seeing what they're looking for. Like in a bar, even I can pick up on certain mannerisms or see how they're interacting with other people or what their friends are like. And maybe if they're not necessarily my type off the bat if they have a good personality um I might give them more of a shot than if I had seen them on the app or vice versa if I find them attractive and they are douchebag I'm not going to give them um the time of day um but I just feel like a lot of times on the app I'm just like you know again looking at the picture a lot of times some of the things in the profile are giving what my friends and I call the dap opposite of wop a dry ass pussy uh trademark Ashley Davis so I don't know. I think that contributes to it as well as people just, you know, aren't giving others the time of day. Um, okay. And I know Noah has a very hungry fiance and has to leave and go cook dinner. But one final stat I just want to throw out is that ironically, um, both Bumble and Tinder, I'm not sure about Hinge, skew very heavily male over female which is interesting just thinking about that and how, you know, there's people having sex less and everything like that. Um, And also that Bumble is a more female-centric app and owned by females and the girls message first. But, you know, there's still these low sex rates and everything like that. Um, But thank you, Noah, for coming. Nice meeting you, Noah. And I know you have a little plug you want to do, so I'll pass it over to you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. If you liked my weirdness and you want more weird stuff, you can find me at the Dude Nature Podcast, wherever you get podcasts, and that's dude, exclamation mark, space, nature, dude, nature. You can also find us at our Instagram at dude underscore nature or find us on our website, www.dudenature.com. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks again, Noah. So Noah's fiance just (laughs) texted me and said, wow, he sounded absolutely wild. (laughs) Noah is wild. That was, that was a great start to your second podcast. Yeah. Always, always a character. Um, But yeah, so I had uh, heard some of, some of these stats before on his podcast, um, which is why I'd asked him to come on because I thought it was super interesting. Like, like, I feel like, you know, we kind of know some of those stats just from being single girls, like dating and mm-hmm. seeing the shift of the dating apps. But I feel like actually hearing those numbers is kind of crazy. 
I was surprised. I cannot believe that that many people meet people like their significant others on apps these days. Like, that's great. Like, I, I guess I shouldn't be surprised because it seems like so common. And like, I just can't believe that 80, what, 80%, like that, or was it 40%? <laughs> I, think, I think it was 40%, but that was up from like, almost nothing. Before. Yeah, yeah. Either way, it's like, it, it was almost, it was like almost half. I guess that's our reality now. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, I think that was a good base for the rest of the conversation just around, I really want to talk about, you know, your experience with dating apps, like currently in Philly. Um, and then I've definitely, I think I've shared, I've had, you know, some experience in LA so far and, you know, prior to moving here, some experiences in Philly as well. And even, you know, before everything shut down with COVID when I was back. So definitely want to hear your thoughts. And I know you mentioned you use Hinge. So like, how's that going? Have you used mm -hmm. like any of the other ones? Like, what do you think? So I think that it, it's interesting. Um, definitely since COVID has started, I, I, that's kind of when I've gotten back on the app, you know, trying to find somebody when you can't leave your apartment or like everything's shut down. Um, and I feel like there has been like, for my, since, my hiatus of being off of the apps like there's been definitely a lot more people you know more of a variety on there like you're not swiping past the same people as often um my success with it I I mean I am very particular about when I go on these apps like I have made sure that like I only go on or even have my profile as active like I when I'm really like in the right headspace because it's so easy to just get inundated with like all these pictures and like just swiping, swiping, swiping that you're not realizing that you're swiping past opportunities of meeting people. So, I mean, I, I try to like take it slow when I go on these apps and really make sure that whenever I'm on it and like, I, or if I, I have a bunch of like matches or whatever, and like, I'm like being just lazy. And instead of actually like messaging these people back, I'm just like, going and swiping more uh, and preventing to stop myself from doing that I like pause my profile a lot and I feel like that's when I have the most success in actually like moving forward and like building you know relationships or kind of like really like meeting people or like actually meeting up I'm still just trying to figure out the best way for myself to like make the most out of it and like be taking it like seriously I do you think that Philadelphia has a good amount of men to choose from something that I was thinking that is interesting is there's always like a surge of men on the app during cuffing season you know which is when on the east coast it gets like colder you want somebody to like, cuddle with and like have around for the holidays and like be all cutesy with so I was wondering is how is it in LA? Like, is this cuffing season even exist? Like, do you have that season where you know that everybody's kind of in the same headspace as you, like, you know, trying to like settle down or like have somebody to cuddle up with and watch Christmas movies with? Or is that like not a thing? So I'm smirking because I've actually been trying to do research on this topic because um, I'm planning an episode on summer culture for that exact reason. Um, Hot girl summer. Yeah, because I know the East Coast has a very different, especially in like Philly and New York where everyone goes to the beach and 
there's like a completely different vibe because to your point, like we have some pretty harsh winters and then we kind of like, I feel like it's like we're caterpillars and then we all emerge as as butterflies, like ready to mingle in the summer. To answer your question, like not really from what I've noticed so far and from people that I've asked around that have lived here much longer than me, just because I mean, like it gets like chilly for California. So like at night, it'll be like in the low 40s, like in the day, the low 50s, which once you're acclimated here, that's cold for us. But it's pretty much like warm for the most part year round, like the beach is accessible for the most part, again, to everyone that lives in the LA area year round. So there isn't really, it's not like the same as the East Coast where you're like, in blizzards for three or four months and then all of a sudden you have like super nice weather and like rooftops are opening and beer gardens are opening like we have that all the time so yeah guys will like straight up like put like on their profiles or in their hinge like questions somehow like incorporating like cuffing season into it and like it I feel like there are more guys on the same page Uh, and also I mean even for me like I feel like I'm more distracted in the summer and maybe not on apps as much because I'm out and just going about my life and like not even necessarily like meeting guys at bars, but just actually like doing my thing because it just this these like the seasons really do I feel like have such a difference in like patterns of dating here and like people meet more like uh, their significance others probably more commonly like in the in the summer like when you know like you were saying that you're like looking into but I then on the other side of things I feel like the winter is more common like when people are just have nothing else to do but like swipe through their phone yeah um I don't I don't think that it's that that's much of a thing here I will say something that I have noticed that I think is a little bit different um and I don't know if it's as much to do with LA as maybe the pandemic so I I want to know if you have seen the same thing as like people definitely are a little bit more direct. Like I've seen on a lot of profiles, they just want to cut to the chase more. Like they're like, I don't want to message back and forth. They're a lot more aggressive and kind yeah. of are like, I don't want to text buddy. I just want, like, if you're matching with me, I just yeah. want to go to a date. I want to do like a video. I mean, video dates are, you know, never really used to be a thing and they are now. So I know that's a new trend, but they mm-hmm. um, want to get right to the point where it was, I feel like before they used to be a little bit more of like banter like we were saying, I so. completely agree with you. And it's like, I, it's funny. Cause like, I am the kind of person that like, like to move off the app and like go on dates and not be like, you know, just like a match and that's it. But I always kind of get a little turned off when I Same. see that. Like, I'm like, okay, like, yeah, you didn't have to say it. So now I'm like, okay, well, what if I don't, what if I don't feel like it? That's so funny. Cause like, that is actually what I'm looking for too. Like I am aligned, but, um, it just makes me like intimidated or something. I'm like, okay, well, we roll. <laughs> I think it's like, I don't know. For me, I don't like it just because I don't know. Like, I don't know you at all. Like, I just, again, like, it's just like all I see is your picture. If you have a bio, you know, that's it. And I don't know. You could, you could be weird as hell. Like, <laughs> I don't know. And, yeah. I, and from the opposite end of the spectrum, who knows? They could be like the love of my life or my soulmate. And I don't know, but there's so much more effort that goes into it and something else that, is the added extra layer that um, I talk about my second episode is like the whole distance thing and driving. So if the, if these I that person talk about that, yeah. So like, if they're not in my area, then it's like, okay. And now I'm like investing not only like my time talking to you and meeting up with you, but like driving to you. And like, my, it's like, sometimes it could be 
even just with the round trip uh, round trip drive and me getting to my car, like a three plus hour commute for like one date that may or may not go well with someone I know nothing about. And it's just like a whole. So how far away is, how far is your like radius when you are on your dating apps? Like how far is your radius? And then how, if you did keep it closer, like, is there, I don't really know. Like, are there a bunch of this, the bunch of cities and, but they're like kind of like farther away from each other. Like if you kept it, close like the radius close like would there not be that many options yeah well that's I think that's like part of what's harder about LA so I do have I like it I don't know I feel like I don't really take dating apps as seriously as maybe I should be living in this city Um, especially because like when I lived in Philly again like it wasn't in COVID so it was a bit different but I was able to meet people so much more organically um, like going out and I like didn't really use the apps that much um, unless I was actually traveling because then I would just honestly be like, where should I go out? Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, I like I almost like use it as a test and learn type of thing. I sound like professional yeah. again, but I always <laughs> am like adjusting my like profile photos and my radius because I've never really found like a sweet spot here yet because it's either like I'm matching with people that are too far for me. Um mm-hmm. Or I don't have like the right mix of photos and I'm not even matching with anyone that I'm finding attractive or I'm matching with them and then I'm getting like unmatched immediately for whatever reason. Whereas like I feel like in Philly, I was matching with a lot more people my speed and I'm like, I still don't know. I'm like, is it me? Is it how I look? Is it my location? Is it a combination of things? Because it's just so different here and there's like so many of those extra factors. So it's just like even with the dating apps, like so much harder. So I always like play around with my profile almost. I'm like, okay, so if I like toned out my photos, is that better? Do I need like more bikini shots? <laughs> like, is that better? Do yeah, I need like a lower radius? Like I'm not finding anyone in my area. So do I need to make it bigger? But then now I'm like too far from people. So I feel like I'm just like in a lose, lose, lose situation, at least with like, I don't use Tinder either. I think it's gross because <laughs> it's such a hookup app now. Um, but with like at least Bumble, that's like based on that, uh, I'm still trying to like figure it out. Whereas like in Philly, I never really like had that problem. Yeah. It sounds like, I mean, Philly has, everybody's pretty, it's first of all, it's a lot more laid back, which dating is stressful. And I think that, I mean, just at least having everybody like the same kind of laid back personality and everybody, it sounds more like minded, like whereas LA being a transplant city and people there for various reasons you know the beach where people are like chill and like and also like you know trying to get an entertainment and um I don't know I think that there's just a definitely a broader spectrum of people and in LA and I could see that being harder to like figure out like how you appeal to different people and like also I that that distance factor and like that sounds like just a nightmare. Like I, it, I also feel like it's not, that might be more of a pain to be going and meeting people on apps and trying to like decide if it's really worth meeting up with them or not. Well, whereas Philly, it's like go roll down to like a bar or something and like have a drink. Like it's not that big of a deal. Like it's not like a, I don't know. I don't like psych myself out as much about it because it's just like, you know, casual interaction and there's not much invested into it. But like, if you have to be driving and like signing yourself up to like go into like uncharted territory, that's just definitely like another layer. I can't even imagine. Yeah. And just like for me personally, like I have friends out here that like they love the apps or if they don't love it, like they're fine with it. Like they're 
you know, really witty with like text messages. They've gotten like the photos down and the, the bio down. And like, I just like haven't, I'm just, I don't text that often. Like even with my girlfriends, like I text them if I have to, if I have something specific to yeah. say, if I'm making plans, like I'm pretty dry. Like I've never just- Ash, I'm the same way. I'm not the yeah. best text, but like <laughs> that is my main thing. Like I, it's just so hard like to it be on, like it's, you can't pick up on like certain, you know, qualities about people. Yep. And I definitely am like a different person on, I think that like you, the whole like chemistry part of it is eliminated. And I think that that's really what, like how you find your soulmate is you have that chemistry. It's like that. It just stresses me out so much. Like after that reason, cause I'm like, okay, like I like, I'm not the like greatest texter myself. And I think that it takes a certain person to like understand and be like, I, you have to be patient with me if you are a guy that's interested in me. Like, and I don't, when you are on an app or you are like putting yourself out there, I don't think that guys even really need to be that patient. Yeah. I just personally, like, again, everyone's different, but for me as a person, I'm, I just feel like I'm a lot better in real life. I, react better like more of my emotion comes out um but it's to your point like it's easier in philly when you can just roll out to a bar whereas like here if if i'm like meeting people 45 minutes from my house unless i'm meeting someone and like i'm super attracted to them and like they're super attracted to me to the point that they're willing to do that commute all the time with traffic like it's just not gonna work like it's just the culture here because there's no public transportation so it's just really hard that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, and another thing too, like with Bumble and to your point, because there's a, like a lot of transplants in LA. Like I feel like people don't really like visit Philly. Like they're never like, that's a city I want to go on vacation to. Whereas a lot of people visit LA. Totally. So I see a lot of people using like travel mode and like coming in and out. And it's funny because like I said before, like I would always use it when I was <laughs> traveling. <laughs> but yeah, now that no. I'm like, now that I'm living people and see people that are coming here traveling it kind of like pisses me off just because I've been like single and celibate as Noah pointed out for so long but I'm like this is so fucking annoying like I don't want to like meet all these people traveling in and out that are like not even staying near my house like I don't want them coming to my house I don't want to go to their like packed hotel room like yeah especially because it's not like an easy city to get around so it that's like another annoying thing that I feel like I and there's a time like there's a time limit on like your interactions it's like okay yes this cute guy's gonna be here for a week like okay we need to like pick it up over here yeah. And I always forget to message like I'll, I'll match. And then like, I'm just like busy with work or like roller skating or other things. And then all of a sudden it's like two days and I like, I have all these apps now are trying to monetize and you have to like pay to like rematch or like I have a, a really quick swiper and I always forget to, you know, stop and like pay attention to someone's profile. Like I just swipe really quick through just because I don't know, like I just like I'm lazy and I don't care that much. Yeah, isn't that a shame though? Like, I, do you pause your profile like ever? Like, I I don't know. I I feel like because I I realize when I'm doing that, I'm like, okay, I'm taking this for granted. Like, I feel like sometimes I, I just am I I'm like either just going through it. I, I just get lazy. It's exactly like um, you were saying. I feel like not as much here because um, they always show the algorithms that they have. It always even if I accidentally swipe left on someone, it still shows me like the same people. And I get so annoyed sometimes because I'm like, I already swiped left. I already matched with them. And like it, like they unmatched me or the conversation, like I purposely let expire. 
And I'm like, this is like kind of violating <laughs> that they keep showing up. Yeah. Um, and LA has too. Yeah. And LA has like so many people that I just like get like exhausted. I'm like, I'm like tired of swiping through these, like all these people. But my thing too is like, I don't know, like my perspective is I don't want to like invest in looking through someone's whole profile if like they might not even like match me back. Like I'd rather just like yeah, swipe through and swipe and, and then like look at it and decide if I want a message, which I don't know, maybe that's probably a poor strategy, but like other no, people. No, but it will is true. And then it's like also if I'm then getting like too like in my head about it, I'm like, okay, I could like swipe like them away. And if they really like me, then they'll resurface when they come across my profile and then I could decide. Yeah, exactly. Another thing about Hinge too, um, I kind of have a funny story about that one because so I know Bumble that has like the auto location, but Hinge, you actually like manually select your location. So like I've had some friends I know that will like, they'll be like, oh, I'm traveling to Texas next week. So I'm going to start swiping in advance and like select that location. And they'll do things like that because it's not based on where you actually are. Oh, I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes about that. This like, and I know you've told me this that you've done this before. Like when you're like traveling, I, I think that's such a great idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. But any, anyway, so um, start doing it in advance. Yeah. Um, I haven't, I haven't thought that far ahead to be honest. But like, I have a yeah. funny hinge story because so when I first moved to LA, I think I like re-downloaded all the apps when I first got here just to like try and meet people because like I'm Bumble. One thing I do like about Bumble is they have a BFF option. And that's actually how I made a lot of my friends um, through that. But, I love that. Yeah. But on Hinge, like I got it. And I didn't realize that like my location was still in Philly because I just like hadn't used it in a while and forgot that I had to like reset it to LA. And I'm like swiping mine or not swiping, whatever, like liking and scrolling and people are like liking me. And it's like for a few months this is happening. <laughs> I'm just like dumb and have no idea. And all of a sudden, this guy shows up in my like that's liked me, and I was like, "Wow, he looks like really a lot like my uh, coworker on my team." And then I realized it's like my coworker's like younger brother. Stop! We in Philadelphia. In Philadelphia, and I, you're in LA, and I'm in and LA. So of course, I like ping my coworker, and I was like, "Dude, I think your brother like matched me, like or liked me on this like dating app. Like, I totally like didn't know that I had an update." And he was like, "You, you have to like mess with him, like." And I was like, "Oh, yes, okay." Like, I felt really bad, but I was like, "It's like I have, I can't not, you know." What did you do? <laughs> we, I just like, I like accepted the match or however it is and he's like and he messages me and I was like oh no I guess I like I have to engage and Game's on <laughs> yeah so he like starts talking to me and um he's like talking to me and I'm like responding and we just like went back and forth and I just like just like normal conversation and I was like yeah I'm actually like based in LA like but I come back to Philly um because at the time like I was for work before COVID. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm actually going to be back next week. And he's like, oh, really? Like, and it was true um, back in like February of 2020. Um, and he's like, oh, really? Like, that's so crazy. I'm like, yeah, I work for like this company. And he's like, oh, yeah, I know someone that works there, too. And I'm like, yeah, I think uh, I think I know him pretty well, too. And he was like, <laughs> oh, no. 
I was like, yeah, he like may may or may not also like be on my team uh, and like indirectly be my boss. <laughs> he was like, that, stop it. He was oh like, my God. he was like, shut up, like no, and like put it together. I was like so mad. <laughs> and me, when I came back to Philly, me and my uh, coworker, we like sent him a selfie, and he just like didn't reply. And a few weeks ago, uh, my coworker said he like still teases him, and he like gets so. <laughs> so pissed oh my god he's like he could he's like he might have been the one like he's still on talk about it it wouldn't have worked anyway because you live in la no and they look too much alike like it would have just been too weird like you know oh my gosh um yeah 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 (laughs) so that's like one of my more like memorable dating app stories other than just like getting weird messages and like having like bad dates that's oh we know you've had a no, you're the messages that you get. Okay, but that is like, I feel like I get witty messages that I like screenshot and like appreciate, but you get like outlandish like messages. Is that do is that an LA thing? Do you feel like that you got those messages that when you were in Philly? I feel like when I got weird messages in Philly, it was like on purpose. Like they were just like bored trying to fuck with me. But I think when I get weird messages in LA, it's because like there's truly like weird people in LA. Yeah. And yeah. My friends and I were actually just talking about this the other day. Like people in LA, because they're all transplants, they just like feel like they can let their weird out here. And it's like totally everyone's just weird. Like myself included. I'm weird. Like I don't know. <laughs> but they just like embrace it more than like other cities. I don't know yeah. if that's our hot take, but. No, I agree. Because it's like, there's a sense of like, um, I I don't know. It, you're like kind of more, you're so, you're like, what is it called? I don't know. You don't feel as, um, there's, oh, like anonymous, like kind of when you're in somewhere new that nobody really knows. You don't have all these connections to people. Like you kind of could, you know, remake yourself however you want and just you know, not really care about, you know, any other connections, the people around you. Yeah. Like I remember one specifically <laughs> also on Hinge, like, I don't know why he did this. Like we were having like a pretty normal conversation and I had like on Hinge, you can have photos and videos. And there was like a video of me doing like some roller skating move and you like spin in a circle. And he was like, well, I already know you can like spin in a circle like on a pie plate and then it somehow tra- the conversation we started talking about like birthday cake and I was like what kind of cake and he said <laughs> come c-u-m and I was like what, what? Oh, yeah oh my that's gosh, like first of all you talking about birthday cakes I love you <laughs> but um wow glad glad to know that flavor is a preference of his I just like didn't respond and then I like kept checking to see like when he was going to unmatch me because obviously like it was going to happen at some point and he he left me on there for a while but I was just like dude like you weren't even that bad before like we were having like a semi-normal conversation and then you just like oh really oh you were having a normal conversation yeah and just out of nowhere (laughs) out of nowhere he just was like my favorite you know cum cake (laughs) it's like oh wow I can't I think it also depends on the app too. Like, you know, like there's Bumble and Tinder and Hinge. Tinder is a little more out there because I feel like, again, like that's hookup dating. And then I know like Clubhouse, like that new audio app, like some like dating things on there, like some speed dating rooms and like seven minutes in heaven, like matchmaking. 
I wonder what the ratio is for Hinge. I know that really high, like men to women for Bumble and Tinder, which honestly now I'm thinking is like that the route I need to go. Those are both the apps that I'm not on. Like, do I need to change my game here? I mean, I, I think there's a lot of crossover on all the apps, but I feel like the experiences are always different. So it doesn't hurt to try like I don't know. I feel like a lot of my friends, they say they have more success. I mean, I don't have success on any of them, clearly, but my friends have more success with relationships on Hinge. I think the guys, at least I've seen, are a little more attractive on Bumble, um, but I have a harder time getting messages and like, which is annoying because I have to message first, which I hate doing because I'm like, yeah, here, that but. that's what took me off there. I'm like, oh, even, oh, isn't that sad? I'm just like, and well, then I mean, on Hinge, if a guy thinks that I'm going to message them first, they're, they're joking. Like if I, if we match, like I'm waiting for your, I'm waiting for your message because or else I would be on Bumble. I, I don't know. I maybe I need to get over that. Maybe I'm living I'm living in the past too much with those kind of that kind of thought. But well, if you, for aggressive people, there's also an app called Field F E E L D that I my uh, one friend uses. So I checked it out, um, and I just like couldn't do it. It's like all for like kinky like BDSM stuff, and I like yes, yeah. <laughs> I've like, heard about this. <laughs> yes, I was like I want to see what it's like, and I just to like you know like. I don't know. I just wanted to like see and I went on it for like a day and I just like couldn't I couldn't do it. Like just even scrolling through like the profiles, like it was just like too blunt and too bold. I don't want you to ask like my desire like immediately. It's just too much for me. Yeah. Um I am interested because we have a mutual friend that used this app and she told me like about she like went on a date with somebody that I also knew. I went to college with and I would never imagine this guy on this app. And so I'm like, I feel like more people are on that app than you realize. And I just normal people that are like not outwardly like kinky, just, I don't know, maybe. So, but the whole premise of it is like a little bit more like out there in the first place. Yeah. I, I I just can't, I can't do it. Not for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you, I guess like my closing question, because I feel like, um, I mean, I feel like we've definitely talked about some differences on the East and West coast through like leveraging the dating apps, but knowing all of Noah's stats and everything we talked about, if you could, you know, change anything, like, what would you do? Like, would you still use the apps? Would you prefer in real life, East coast, West coast? What are your closing thoughts? Um, my closing thoughts are that I definitely am appreciative of the apps and being on the East Coast now, like already, for some reason, they just bring me so much stress, but I can't imagine like it, it seems like a whole other layer of stress being on the West Coast. Um, also, now my takeaway is that maybe I should revisit going on Tinder and Bumble since they have a higher ratio of men to women. Um, and yeah, I think that we'll, we'll see how those how that goes. Well, I'm glad that doing this has opened your horizon to some new opportunities, first of all. Who um, knows? Maybe you'll, you'll catch me on field too. No, I'm kidding. Oh my God. Um, maybe. I don't know. You could try it out. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I guess like from my perspective, like I, at the end of the day, I'm just not an app person. It's not for me. Like I'll use them. Um, I'm on them. I'm like a serial, like I'm on them. I'm off them. I'm on them. I'm off them. Delete, download <laughs> person. But I think like definitely living in LA, 
I kind of have to use them to an extent. It's just like in COVID. And, well, and, co- and COVID, COVID too. Like, I, yeah. I, yeah, I'm talking about this like I'm like, you know, app, like apps are the only option because that's what it feels like. I'm like, I have to figure this out. Um, basically, moral of the story is we can't wait for COVID to be over and for us to get back in, in the wild. <laughs> yep. Cool. Well, thanks, oh, thanks for-, for having me, Ash. <laughs> yeah, thanks for joining. I'd like to thank everyone that's helped make this podcast possible, specifically Kayla McNulty that helped create the podcast, Laura Williamson, Ray Zaragoza, The Kid Inside, Ellie Bernstein, Maggie DeBaradine, and Lindsay Weiner that all helped contribute in some sort of way. You can find us on Instagram at swipeyswipewest. Send us a DM with any questions, comments, suggestions. Thank you all again for listening. Have a great rest of your week.